You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. For a long time, I actually wouldn't lead this song, Holy Spirit, because it just seemed redundant to me to welcome the Holy Spirit when he was already here. Like, I knew he was already here, but he spoke to me one night a long time ago, and he was like, whenever you, for you married people or people that are in a relationship, every time I go to the store, my wife knows she can go to the store with me. She has every right to get in the car, put her seatbelt on, and go to the store with me. But it still makes her feel good when I ask her, do you want to come? Because she feels included. She feels like a part. So just because the Holy Spirit is here and already moving doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be invited. It's okay to invite God in a situation where you know he already is. God, I already know you've got the bills paid. But I want to ask you again because I want you to know that I love you. God, I already know that you got this situation figured out, but I want to invite you into this so that you feel included, so that you feel like a part. Part of having a relationship is communication. And if you're going to have a relationship with God, you've got to nail communication down. It's not going to work if y'all don't talk to each other. He talks back. If you haven't heard him yet, you haven't prayed long enough. He talks back. So don't feel bad about, you know, well, I've, I've been praying about this issue for forever and God still hasn't really answered me. It's all right. He's going to. Just keep inviting him. So, yeah. First John, chapter 4, verse 7. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. May the Lord speak to us all through his word this morning. You may be seated. Welcome home, and I am so glad that you've joined us this morning, whether you're in the house, got a good little group in the house this morning, or whether you're online, thank you so much for joining us online as well. We appreciate your uh, just joining us for our, our worship gathering this morning. My name is Steve uh, Nelson. I'm the pastor, lead pastor with Awaken Church. But you know what? It's not about that. It's about a team. That's why we talk all the time about the team we have. And, and actually, it's a team of teams. We're a small, real small church to be as a startup, but we still have several teams in place. And so being uh, team-oriented, one of the things that we've done the last actually three years now uh, is have a team that's called our creative team that meets on a retreat in the fall. And I'm on again. Okay. I mean, our creative team meets in a, in a retreat in the fall for a couple of nights. And uh, really, we just kind of pray and, and, and seek God's vision for the coming year. And out of that comes a, a series of sermon series. Out of that time together of reading scripture and prayer and, and eating. <laughs> and then also definitely a lot of discussion goes into that. And one of the, the sermon series that was uh, mentioned as like, hey, I got this on my heart 
was from a young man who's part of the team some of y'all may know named Tariq. And you're gonna get to know Tariq real well this morning. Tariq said, uh, I have this idea that's on my heart and it's been on there for a while and it's just king kingdom culture. It's just kind of laid out for us what God laid on his heart about the kingdom of God, the culture of God's kingdom, and how that should be obvious in his church because we should be living out his culture today and how our, our, uh, our world would have us see ourselves as divided in all kinds of ways. And we talked about in that conversation, and I'm not going to preach a sermon right now, but, but we had, you know, we talked about racial, uh, the racial thing, which is the obvious thing for us. Uh, then you got, uh, you know, age, gender, um, those, the haves, have-nots, social kind of, don't say class, but shows e economics. Uh, we are, we see ourselves as divided in reality, and in reality that, that Tariq was talking about was the kingdom culture is none of that divides us. We can't let that keep dividing us. And so I told, we, we kind of put that together, and I said, you know what, Tariq, I really feel like you're supposed to speak on that uh, publicly, because I was in a private group. He pretty much preached a sermon that night, too. Um, but but we had, we were in agreement with God and the Holy Spirit of God that that would be happened. So what we're going to have happen now is I'm going to introduce Tariq Andrus. Known to many of y'all as Reek Speak. Uh, if, you, if you're not following him on YouTube, you need to. Uh, he's got some great, great stuff on YouTube. So Tariq, come on up here, brother. And uh, let's get going. Okay, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm going to need y'all to bear with me. We're going to dig into this, man. We're gonna, first thing we're going to do, we're going to go into prayer because I need a little strength for this one. So uh, everybody, y'all can bow y'all heads. <clears throat> wow. Father God, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful for you waking us up this morning. I pray that you show every person in this room that we are living out a current miracle. The fact that we woke up today, the fact that we have breath in our bodies is proof that you still have purpose within us. Father God, you put it on my heart that someone here today is dealing with something that they feel like they cannot overcome. But today, the fact that you woke them up is proof. Father, I thank you for showing me that love is truly the answer. Love is what brought all of us here together today. <laughs> Father God, I pray that you continue to give each and every one of us the discernment, the understanding, and the strength to understand the miracle that you are performing today. Father God, <clears throat> I understand that when I experience weakness, I am at an advantage because you are my strength. I pray that you continue to lift us up and in your darling son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, on my way here this morning, I kind of just like, you know, cut all my music off, clear my mind out a bit, and God really downloaded something in my spirit, right? God, God downloaded in my spirit that I came here today for us to have a heart-to-heart. -heart. And not a heart-to-heart -heart as far as, you know, we sit down and have a conversation about our deepest, darkest secrets, but a heart-to-heart -heart in a way, that's how we're connecting today. I mean, as you can see, we have different types of backgrounds, black, white, you know, different, people come from different areas, but today, during this sermon, we have no colors. We have no colors, we all from the same place, and we're all children of God. So, as we proceed, I want y'all to operate in that thought, right? <laughs> so, um, the big idea, um, I don't know if you bring it up or not, but the big idea for today's sermon is uh, 
God created us all uniquely different. That fact makes the greatest difference. So I'll repeat it one more time. God created us all uniquely different, and that fact makes the greatest difference, right? So I'm going to go and read the scripture one more time, and then we're going to go in and dissect it. So 1 John uh, chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. <clears throat> Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Say it again. God is love. I kind of need y'all to bear when somebody say that. God is love. One more time. God is love. Okay. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. <laughs> this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. All right? Okay, so I... It's real, it's real easy to bond with people that look and act just like you. Like, just being truthful, if you walk into a room of people that you don't know, you're probably going to, like, like, would you flock to the person that you look most like or the person that you look the least like? Like, truthfully, y'all can answer. All right, so <clears throat> the point that I'm making with that is, like, I, I have a question for y'all. Do y'all feel like God created us to be that way like he wants us to connect with the people that look most like us like truthfully right so I'm saying that to say that I look at life this way right God created us it's about it's almost 8 billion people in the world so I'm gonna say about 7 billion right God created us as one big puzzle every person in the world plays a, spe a specific role we are all one piece to a puzzle and this puts that question I asked you into perspective. Imagine if every piece on the puzzle looked exactly the same. If we put that puzzle together, what kind of picture would that create? It probably wouldn't create a picture at all, right? So, like, that discomfort, that uncomfortable feeling that it, like, causes to go and talk and be around that person that doesn't look like you is what brings fulfillment, what brings purpose. You know, we have a lot of goals in life and we want to reach them but the true only one goal that we have is to reach fulfillment right like we can say we want to be rich or whatever whatever but you get money and you're still not fulfilled you're still going to look for something else right so this like what i'm about to say is like one of the things that like it blew my mind whenever god put it on my heart right so think of the whole puzzle analogy right think of the whole puzzle analogy like Every puzzle piece is different. Literally, every in a puzzle, every puzzle piece is different. But the one that it connects with, it always makes a perfect fit. That's right. Right? So it always makes a perfect fit with the one that it doesn't look like. Mm -hmm. right. Feel what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> like, so like I said, bear with me. So with that being said, God created us vessels of community. Like we are creatures of community. Literally, there is nothing that we can accomplish alone. Right? So I, I use this analogy all the time. Like, so Juwan played basketball, so he understands. Like, 
if I'm the only person that takes shots on the team, I may score a bucket here and there, but I never win the game. I never win the game. So the point of it is, regardless if I'm the best player on the team or not, I need those other players. Regardless of how I feel, I have to let somebody in. Like So God bless every person in here with the gift, whether he gifted me with the ability to speak, whether he gifted Lexi with the ability of just having a great smile, whether he blessed Jaleel with the ability to be a listener, that gift is essential in this way, right? Think about this. I have the gift to speak and say I do. And I'm going through a time of distress. My speaking won't deliver me. Like, if I try to talk myself out of my distress, it won't work. I'm probably going to talk myself deeper into a depression. If Lexi has the gift of smiling, if she looks in the mirror and try to smile herself out of a depression, she going to feel like she's lying to herself, right? Jaleel cannot listen to her. If her gift is listening, she cannot listen her way. She can't listen to herself out of a depression, right? And the point of it is God created us literally, like I said, creatures of community. He gave me my gift to help Lexi out of her dysfunction, right? He gave Jalea her gift to help me out of mine. So look at it like this. Like, I don't know what everybody's gifts is, but think about a time where you use your gift to help somebody out of their struggle, right? Think about a time where somebody used their gift to help you out of their struggle. And the point of it is, like, you have to let somebody in that doesn't look like you to reach your purpose. You have to let somebody in that doesn't look like you to reach your purpose. And that's that's so powerful to me because, like, I feel like this day, you know, God's timing is perfect for sure. This day could have happened years ago, right? But it took two and a half years for me to let Pastor Steve in, right? So Pastor Steve, I mean, as we all can see, is a white male. I am a black male. We come from two different backgrounds. Pastor Steve it's about double my age, you know, like literally, we have li literally, physically, humanly, we have nothing in common. But at this point, all believers have all things in common. Why? Because we have Jesus. That's right. Because we have Jesus in common, right? Because God is love. We have love in common, right? So Pastor Steve is always in search of love. I am always in search of love. Pastor Steve is always in search of God. I am always in search of God, so we find each other. Right, so, like, um, so, next, like, I say, like, a lot about, you know, loving each other and using our gifts and our purposes to help each other come together, but, like, one thing that I always try to pay attention to when I'm listening to somebody talk is, like, okay, you're telling me what to do, but I don't know how to do it. Like, like, if you can tell me how to do it, I'll get it done, right? So, as I read the scripture, the part that stood out to me the most was in uh, verse 10, it says, This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins, right? Mm -hmm. So, literally, at that point, I asked myself, like, how do we love each other? Like, I want to talk to people about loving each other, but how do we love each other? And the way God loved us he sacrificed, right? Like literally, love is an action. Like Pastor Steve always said, lo love is a verb. You know, we can say it as much as we want, but actually doing it, that's what brings fulfillment, right? So let's go back to um, the analogy of coming in and seeing the people that look like you and seeing the people that don't, right? 
if I choose to go and talk to the people that don't look like me, I had to sacrifice my comfort. I had to sacrifice my confidence. I had to sacrifice just about everything because you like in those times of pressure, you basically lose your mind. It's just like, oh my God, like, you know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like they look nothing like me. Like, what are we gonna talk about? But that sacrifice is a true testament of love, right? So the people, all the people that look like me, when they see me go to the people that don't look like me, it's a it's an awkward scene, but it gives them courage to do the same. Right? Because love is what brings people together. Love is what makes those uneven parts on that puzzle stick together. Because God is love, right? Yeah. Right? So like I said, if we're if we're loving, we literally all believers have all things in common because we all have God. Right? Yes. So um like and I, I kinda I had wrote it down like just using the puzzle analogy, like sometimes you have to sacrifice being the part of the puzzle that you want to be in order to make the bigger picture like what you want it to be, right? Because the puzzle, like the actual puzzle is not the importance. The pieces in the puzzle is not really the importance. The end goal is the picture on the box that the puzzle came in. Right, like literally, like we, we put a puzzle together, but the whole time you look at the front of the box, it's like, okay, that piece is supposed to go there, that piece is supposed to go there, and that box is like the word of God. Like he's basically telling us like, okay, this is what you do, like to get here, this is what you want. You want fulfillment, this picture is fulfillment, this is how you get here, right? And that's why I like, sometimes it's hard to really make those sacrifices. I know, like right now I'm sacrificing my comfort. You know, like this is really my first time being in this type of context, but I love y'all enough to put myself in this position, right? Like I, I love God enough to say that regardless if I come up here and mess up every word, he's gonna, he's gonna use it, yeah. you know, he's right. gonna use it. And that's, that's what it's about, really sacrifice. I had to sacrifice being a piece of the puzzle that wants to sit and watch, you know? So it's like, what sacrifices are you willing to make for the betterment of not only yourself, but the person sitting next that's to you. That's good, that's good. Right? Like really, what? like right now, what are you thinking of that's uncomfortable that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do it? You know, and I feel like Caleb's not here today. Me and him talked about it the other day, and Caleb told me something, and he didn't realize the impact it had on me. He said like, bro, this is the season of, you know what you're supposed to do, so do it. Right, because I feel like, like I said, this I feel like this day could have happened two and a half years ago, but it took me to say, you know, Pastor Steve, let's 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 meet up, you know, like let's meet up with a person that that looks exactly the opposite, you know. But it takes sacrifice, like I said. So I didn't plan to come and talk y'all's heads off, you know. But uh, so the next the next steps that I got for y'all and each one, I'll basically like talk about how it's important and how it brings impact, you know, to our lives. But number one, like after today, I feel like we should all go and pray that God allows you to see the people that belong in your journey this season, right? Because this is, this is very pivotal. Like, I feel like God put on my heart that literally, if you don't let somebody in that doesn't look like you, you can't elevate. It's literally that simple. Like, it's, so it's like, think about who you need to let in and who you need to block out. That's also important because it may be somebody who looks just like you that you brought along the journey and it's time for you to drop them off. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So, and that's, you know, that's a tough conversation, but it's, it's truthful. Sometimes that season has ended, you know. Um, another thing that, the reason why I put this, because this is the hardest for me. Like, I'm really an introverted type of person. So, I put, connect or spark a conversation with someone that you consider different from you. Like, think about how uncomfortable, think about the sacrifice you have to make to literally walk up to somebody that you have nothing in common with and say, hey, how are you doing? Like, think about the the mental battle that you go through before you perform that action. But that sacrifice produces togetherness and literally everything. It's a lot of things that God commands us to do in this Bible. But in my opinion, the most important is the things that bring us together. Like literally, that's the end picture, the end goal is the picture on the box. He wants the bigger picture, he wants all the pieces to be together. Okay, yeah, I gave this piece the ability to speak, but I want you to speak so that these pieces come together, right? So, and lastly, this is like a a thing that I always say because it kind of, like it strips me of my fear. Like, you know, we all face fears, but this, this, when I say this, it always strips me of my fear because it's like a reminder that God is always present, you know, and the Holy Spirit is always serving as an advocate in my life. Like he's always bringing me where I need to be. He's always leading me along my journey, even when I don't feel it, right? So thank God for unfamiliar territory and then embrace it. Like that's, that's so hard if you really think about it, like just being in a position where you understand nothing that's going on and thanking God for being there, you know? And I like to think of it like this too, like we we ask God for a lot of things, like we may ask God, okay, I want, like Quentin, I want a better job. God put me in a position for a better job. But then you go through this, this stage where you don't have a job for two weeks. And it's like, I don't wanna not have a job, but that's the journey you have to go through in order to receive what it is that you want. That's the unfamiliar territory. That's the period of time that God is using to produce the blessing that you asked for, right? And that's why, regardless of my situation, I try to always thank God for unfamiliar territory. So um, I'll go into prayer one more time, but that's really all I have for y'all today. So I'm going to go into prayer one more time so y'all can bow y'all heads, open y'all minds, allow God to enter y'all hearts. <clears throat> so, Father, we thank you again. We thank you for an opportunity for breakthrough. We thank you for an opportunity for triumph. As I stated earlier, we really just thank you for an opportunity for a miracle. Father God, we are so grateful for everything that you have already done for us, everything that you are currently doing for us, and all of the blessings that you are preparing for us. Father God, we understand that we need to become great stewards of the things that you provide for us. So, Father, I ask that you continue to work on our minds, work on our hearts, work on our bodies, work on our souls in a way that we can become whatever it is, whatever it is you need for us to be used. <clears throat> Father God, I'm so grateful for this family. I'm so grateful for every piece of this puzzle. Father God, I'm so grateful that I can serve my role. I can play my role in the piece of this puzzle. I'm so grateful that I can deny myself of the things that I want. I'm so grateful that I can make a sacrifice in order to make you happy and uplift your kingdom. Father God, I pray that you use today as a launching pad, not only for me, but for everyone, not only for the people in this room, but for everybody in this world to really grow and become better and to shed light and really love 
the people in their lives. Father, we are forever grateful. I thank you. I love you. And in your darling son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.